Welcome to Pod Save America. I'm John Favreau. I'm John Lovett. I'm Dan Pfeiffer. Tommy Vitor. The gang is all here. Look at us. It's time for our year-end tradition, the Pundies, where we relive the year's hottest takes and get angry all over again. Uh, plus, we set our New Year's resolutions and see how well we kept last year's. It's I, fun. I truly don't remember. I'm so happy I'm not on tape for that. Yeah, well. Suckers. <laughs> Let's start with the Pundies. And here to present this year's nominees in six exciting categories, Pod Save America writer Hallie Kiefer. Hello, gentlemen. How are you feeling? <laughs> Very festive. good. Festive. So festive. Good, because we're here today with the actual start of the award season. Yes, I said it. The SAG Awards, more like the HAG Awards. <laughs> Gold Globes, more like this shit blows. The Oscars, uh, the Oscars could burn in hell. All of which is to say, it is an honor and a pleasure to join you in handing out these. The most coveted award in Hollyweird, the Pundies. And I'd, I'd like to apologize last year for when I opened the wrong envelope and gave Best Picture to La La Land. That was, that was all on me. That wasn't even a category. And the envelope was my cable bill. Anyways, Best Picture goes to Moonlight and Best Punditry goes to the winner of this year's categories. Let us begin. Our first category, Worst Beltway Brain. Cutting. From misguided predictions to baffling analyses, Beltway Media was full of memorable missteps that sparked debates, raised eyebrows and perhaps even shaped the discourse, a word that makes me want to turn my back on the English language. Here are the moments that made us cringe, chuckle, and really contemplate the world around us. All right, first up, you know how money rules every facet of American politics and rich people basically get their way 100% of the time? Cream, yes. Have you ever taken the time to truly ponder whether that's a good or bad thing? <laughs> Obviously not, you fools. Luckily, Washington Post columnist Dan, I'm going to say Balls? Yeah, well, balls yeah. is correct. Well, there you have it. How <laughs> else did... would you pronounce it? I don't know. I was hoping there was another option. <laughs> I, 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 my eyes hid, and I thought there's got to be somebody else. Um, luckily, he addressed that very thing in an article titled, The Mega Rich Are the New Political Bosses. Is that bad for democracy? The demise of political party bosses and the smoke-filled rooms in which they operated was heralded a long time ago as an important step towards handing more power over the section of presidential nominees to ordinary citizens. Who would have thought then that billionaires would seek to become the new bosses of American politics? Had you guys thought about that? <laughs> you guys thought about that for a second? I guess you're making a good point. I think historically speaking, billionaires have often sought to be the bosses. Mm. Mm. Politics and a lot of other things. I hadn't thought of it. Is this my only in one chance to defend Dan Balls? Yeah. Do it. Okay. At least in this game. Okay, perfect. Dan Balls. Best political reporter of his generation. Wow. Nicest guy on the planet. Funniest name. Yes. Great Funny. name. Funny Great name. name. Great name. I think he was poorly served by his headline writer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. As so, so many reporters are. Yes. So many. <laughs> yeah, he, he is a man from a generation that predates clickbait headlines for the Washington Post. And so we're going to talk. There are going to be a lot of bad people who are terrible, who know nothing about politics in this segment. Dan Balls is not one of those people. Yeah, some there's some Elijah working at the Washington Post that uh, made Dan Balls have an SEO clickbaity yeah. headline. And, yeah. We are all Dan Balls to Elijah's Washington <laughs> Post. <laughs> an SEOnerism. And today we celebrate those Elijahs. Up next. Do you slap an apostrophe on that name too? It's even funnier. It is. You know what I'm saying? In the possessive. Right. Something that he may have owned. Yep. Do, you ever, do you ever wonder if Dan Balls and Dan Zach did a uh, co-byline? <laughs> Like a ball Zach. Yeah. yeah uh, solid. Double. <laughs> Something for 2024, gentlemen. <laughs> Up next, this year, Bidenomics could have really swayed public opinion if it, we just took the time to rebrand, take out the Biden, replace it with Beyonce Barbie or even Taylor Swift. Now we're talking. That's right. We're talking about um, Exio's 
uh, article, Bay, Barbie, and Swift Saved the Economy. Just to read a, a quote, the blowout success of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour, combined with the record box office juice of the Barbie movie, is helping to buoy the economy and prevent a recession. Thanks, Barbie, for saving the economy and also letting me chew on your shoes as a kid. <laughs> Just me? <laughs> on to the next. I would swap their heads with Ken. My sister would get very mad. Just, you were ahead of the time, though. Yeah. You were thinking yeah. ahead. That's avant-garde. Dahmer shit, though. Mm-hmm. Our third nominee, John, John, Tommy, congratulations. Pod Save America has finally influenced a bad Beltway take. Finally. Give yourselves a pat on the back as you delve into the playbook's read of Obama saying nobody's hands are clean. Mm-hmm. While talking about violence in Gaza yes. during a recent PSA interview. In an article playbook titled, Nobody's Hands Are Clean. Really thinking there, guys. And under their coveted Why This Matters section, they wrote, An embrace of a two-state solution recognizing a free Palestinian state based on 1967 borders, which, by the way, was also George W. Bush's position, though now it seems like almost a pipe dream for the Palestinian cause. But on the other hand, Obama's remarks were a jaw-dropper for about a million reasons. And finally, our fourth option, would I want good quality of dating advice? But I don't. The first place I go isn't my friends or my family or even that one couple who's still going strong with their pandemic relationship. No, it's the Washington Post again whose editorial appears to have realized just how badly our toxic politics is upsetting the domestic sphere. This, of course, is the headline, If Attitudes Don't Shift, a Political Dating Mismatch Will Threaten Marriage. And finally, to read a quote, The problem with polarization, though, is that it's effects, it has effects well beyond the political realm, and then it can be difficult to anticipate what example is a collapse of American marriage. That's tough stuff. So I, I just want to add a little something, because I, I do think... The uh, political playbook conversation about Barack Obama's comments on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict included the line about his nobody's hands are clean comment. They may even be quickly lumped into those notorious evocative phrases politicians used in moments of passion, such as Bush's notorious mission accomplished. So Obama saying, hey, you know what? We all made mistakes. We're all culpable for this horrifying situation we see overseas. Let's not just point fingers at each other. Let's work together to try to solve something. Is the same as hanging a banner on a fucking aircraft carrier a month into a war that went on for, what, another decade? Look, that, that is it, not only the worst take in that category. Lifetime Achievement Award. That is, for, for Playbook, which has had some real doozies over the years. Real humdingers. Uh, even though I read it every morning, and oftentimes it's very good. That is maybe the one of the top five worst Playbook takes of all time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's already not lived. The take is already... Um, it's already a brown banana because it has not captured the amount. You know, it's like we're not, it's not it isn't mission impossible. Mission impossible. <laughs> it isn't mission accomplished. Like we're not it didn't it didn't carry that meaning. It just was a a, a kind of subtle and nuanced and well-made point that uh, that through that through that phrase captured people's attention and then people, one of the one of the many reasons it wasn't like mission accomplished is because uh, he wasn't president when he said it. <laughs> right. So of course it didn't matter beyond that <laughs> i thought the foundation's decision to put it on a banner behind us was a mistake yeah. but other than that i also had I had multiple <laughs> political reporters that i was talking to say yeah that was absolutely terrible it's Ooh, rare when tommy Ooh. dishes the tea original dylan byers in the house <laughs> Getting booed? No, no, you're getting booze. I was saying booze. Pretty similar, but but they're different. But they're different. A lot of things sound sound similar, but are different. (laughs) Remember the Bruins had a goalie named Andy Moog, and everyone should say moo, and it sounded like boo. Lived up. You remember that one? Lived up the street for me. Do I remember a Bruins goalie? 
<laughs> a Bruin. Well, next category. It's usually wait, like wait, we're, we're, we're calling out the winner. Well, I, I want to say unless it's. Oh. You, do we want him to read them again, or no, are you no, guys no, unilaterally? No, no, no. It's playbook. playbook. Also, also, there's a lot of evidence that uh, Barbie and Taylor Swift and Beyonce did, did have the a big influence the on the economy. It was a great take. And then um, the dating thing was just sort of funny and silly. I think that the, the I did not I I did not enjoy the take of the dating article uh, because it's a little bit like um you know every once in a while the New York Times will do a story about how like. Um, somebody a progressive will win like a small town mayorship and then some MAGA people will like you know throw rocks at their house and then the, the headline of the article will be like a nation divided can it come together and it's like <laughs> I got that article is a little bit like that because it's like hey a group of men have made themselves undateable freaks will marriage survive probably not for them <laughs> yeah, but for, the, but for the rest of us yeah bad news yeah. gentlemen great so it sounds like it is a universal uh playbook congratulations you've won the pundy for the worst Beltway Brain Award this year, you stink. <laughs> Next category, dumbest conservative outrage. And we got Ooh, some good ones. Good. Oh. I'm excited for this. 2023 was quite a year. What a statement for the outrage <laughs> machines in right-wing media. Trump's multiple indictments led to multiple continued calls for civil war. Fox News settled with Dominion over a $700 million deal for lying about the 2020 election. Rupert Murdoch lived out a succession dream and handed his son Lachlan the keys to his media empire. And lest we forget, let's take a moment of silence for Tucker Carlson's acrimonious exit from Fox News to X. What a fool. Now, presenting the nominees for Pundi for Dumbest Conservative Media Outrage. Remember just a little uh, over a month ago when Trump very casually, very chill, uh, started referring to human beings as vermin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember. Uh, including us, specifically us and everyone listening. Vermin, just vermin all the, way, all the way down. The vermin line prompted an entire media cycle saying that Trump was channeling the spirit and tenor of a well-known historical figure, as Reid put it in this document, Adolf Hitler. Um, remember him, <laughs> gentlemen? Um, those Hitler comparisons were then prompted an entire counter-news cycle about the right denying Trump's word recalled the Nazi leader um, of uh, one of the best, of course, being Newsmax's Greg Kelly. And let's take a listen. We have a clip. You know, they say that Donald Trump is like Hitler. He's using the same words that Hitler used. Well, Hitler used the word chair. OK, I sit in a chair that doesn't make me right. You see, but they don't stop, do they? Yeah. Is this a problem? I guess it is. So good. That's Hitler really... used conjunctions. <laughs> the. Just, just a dumb fucking. That's just. Uh, just just think of the people that worked on. What a good point. <laughs> what a good point. I, I like that you could even hear, hear him, go, him go, uh, like in the middle of it. He's like, uh, I don't. Just about to bail, but he can't. Um, up next, almost nothing riles the right like reproductive freedom, but as abortion has become an Achilles heel for Republicans in elections, right-wing pundits have started to get creative with the ways they argue that abortion shouldn't be banned because they're liars, of course. Here's Fox's Greg Gutfeld making the, I guess, transcendent case against abortion. Abortion is based on a fear that is greater than the actual reality. And if you don't believe me, Talk to somebody who had a baby and then think about how they were before they had the baby. That's called a transformational change, right? It's the best anti-abortion argument out there and no one is making it. People do have their reasons for abortions. But underneath all that is a fear of this transformational change. And if you what? what? Jesus Christ. I don't I, ju- I don't understand the take. 
I think the idea is that he, if you scream at a woman and say, you'll be happy after you have a baby, right. then you're yeah, like, I guess I'll put aside all the other considerations. Right, yeah. like life Greg oh, so wants me You to don't do know it. what's good for you. Exactly. You're going to be so psyched once you, you have You might have baby. a life-threatening complication with your pregnancy and could die, but... But you if you let Greg, Greg Gunfeld into your hospital room to scream at you, maybe. He'll be good. Yeah, put on the five. Up next, we hear the hemp pundies. We don't want to just celebrate mainstream right-wing media outlets like Fox or Newsmax. No, we know there's a great big cesspool of far-right commentators swimming in the vast ocean of the internet that are well worth being made fun of. And that ocean, of course, is a toilet. <laughs> One such reliable candidate is white supremacist and, of course, Holocaust denier Nick Fuentes, most well-known to the listener for that infamous dinner between Fuentes, Kanye West, and Donald Trump, the once-and-future president, if we don't do something about it, people. Not since Jefferson dined alone. <laughs> Here's what Fuentes had to say about, of course, so a topic that we all want to hear weigh in on, the birds and the bees. You should not seek sex because if you seek sex, you will become gay because sex is a gay act. (laughs) (laughs) The straightest thing you could do is to never have sex. That's and everyone knows that's true. Want to know why? Because you retain your semen and you sublimate your sexual desire to creating things. That's why celibacy is the straightest thing. Because who who are the celibates? Monks, Mm. priests. Mm, not a good track record. <laughs> okay. Famously straight. Famous. Yeah. Guys. What the? F- that was wild. Okay. I never heard that. I want to oh, hear yeah. the remaining contenders, but <laughs> I kind of know what's going to happen. Strong here. Lead. Finally, here in California, we love overpriced smoothies. Wearing shorts year round. <laughs> love it. I'm talking to you. <laughs> and of course, a great workout, especially yoga. But Candace Owens has her own ideas about a different kind of yoga that we all should be doing. Let's hear a clip. So let me tell you why I like conspiracy theories. I like conspiracy theories because I view them as mind yoga. It's very important to bend your mind like a pretzel sometimes to make sure that you actually have a mind. You know what I'm saying? I actually do believe that if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, when it comes to conspiracy theories, I always say this. I say that it. I find the people that don't believe in any conspiracy theories to be out of their minds. They're out of their minds. They're absolutely crazy. How? That's a tough one, too. What was the first one again? Well, I'm happy to recap. We, of course, have Newsmax's Greg Kelly. Hitler also said chair. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have uh, Greg Gutfeld, uh, the transformational change of forcing women to uh, have children. Uh, All sex is gay. (laughs) Really, at all time, if you ask me. And, of course, conspiracies are mind yoga. And actually, if you don't believe in conspiracy theories... You're crazy. I I will say for that last point, oh, I no. do think. Oh uh, no! I do think you gotta God, have man. one. You gotta have one. What's yours? Lobe. You gotta What's have yours? fucking one. You gotta have one that you believe. I, for okay. one, personally okay. believe that Fidel Castro is yes, the father okay. of Justin Trudeau. Yeah, we do know that. We all need one. That is yours. Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. The timelines. The uh, we, this up. is another episode if you want to go check oh, we it did out. this once didn't we <laughs> yeah, we did uh we but uh, so did. I, and i know i anyway i i'm sure there are votes for fuentes but i i personally think the gut felt take is the more kind of fulsome terrible i think i'm with you yeah i just think this idea that like a guy hosting a fucking low rent fallon for conservatives telling women that they know they, they don't understand what's good for them is um, the story of America in 2023. <laughs> Some truth to that. Okay. All right. I, I, I do think the, the, the Fuentes thing is instructive in a similar way. And just it's a reminder that a lot of the worst people in politics in the United States and all over the country are just 
sad, pathetic men who can't get girls to talk to them, and mm. it leads them to this place where you're an actual Nazi. Right, just have like, just very confused and untouched. <laughs> Incel culture. <laughs> Incel. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, congratulations, Greg Gutfeld, uh, for winning the Pundy for Dumbest Conservative Outrage. Category three, the Jesse Waters Bonus Award, or as I'm calling it, the Jesse Waters Golden Hairline Award. 2023 wasn't just a big year for Trump indictments. It was also a big year for Jesse Waters, a.k.a. Diet Tucker Carlson, who took <laughs> over Fox's primetime slot, and he came out swinging. Just, of course, like the January 6th protesters had planned for Mike Pence. Producers, let's roll that beautiful bean footage up up front. We have the holidays are a time for giving gifts, spreading love and joy, and if you're Jesse Waters, being aggressively upset about looting. Let's play the clip. Allowing Americans to loot, allowing Americans to shoplift up to $900, not prosecuting street-level theft. Is this the establishment's way of paying reparations without admitting it? Wow. Jesus. Okay. Off to a great start. Yep. Uh, wow. Up, up next, we have, speaking of the holidays, Jesse Waters has thoughts about the Nutcracker and Santa Claus. Of course he does. Let's play the clip. Gay Nutcracker, complete with a rainbow hat, a trans flag, Full price, $12, but right now it's on sale for eight. Um, I, of course, have two of them here with me. So that's the gay nutcracker. Yeah. But wait, do we have the um, the other one I think is, is oh no, do, do are we going to play the, the Santa one? No, but there is, they also have uh, come out against uh, black Santa in a wheelchair. So, so one of the, so as part of the war on Christmas, Target, and this is part of that clip, is that they're selling a Santa who is black and uses a wheelchair. And that is being... That that is part of their war on Christmas coverage, mm. but of course, it's not anti-Christmas, right? Because it is Santa. It's just anti-wheelchair. Well, but Megyn Kelly, yeah. famously told us that Santa is white, so right. it's a war on Christmas because you're changing with your Santa. Right. right, right, right. Just okay. Sorry, pal. Um, I, I get it. Anyway, reparations is still in the lead for me. Yeah, I don't Jesus. know if we have another. Yeah. Um, up next again in July, the world was eagerly awaiting the start of the Women's World Cup, and Jesse Waters unfortunately was too. Some people have told me that I have actually done more for mm. women's sports you than Megan Rapinoe has done, that maybe she's a traitor in the war on women, and I have fought valiantly in that war, yes. obviously on the women's side. And that's not me saying that, and I actually disagree with that. I'm just saying it's something that's being said. <laughs> That's funny. that's funny. I'm sorry, but that's, that that's was funny. funny. Yeah. That is funny. He's not saying it, and he also does disagree with it. Um, just a quick reminder that Jesse Waters flattened his now wife's tires so that he could do a damsel in distress thing and give her a ride home. Who oh, was it? I, I believe forgot an intern. about that. She was an intern at the time. Yeah. Oh. What a good yeah, guy. He left the air out of her he tires. Told, he, told the story to on television. he told the story on television. They were like, but it's okay because we're married now. And everyone was like, is <laughs> it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're a serial sure. killer. And finally, uh, Jesse isn't just an advocate for women's sports. He's also a paragon of masculinity with a lot of thoughts about how men should drink liquids. Let's hear that clip. Joe Biden used a straw. Now, if you've seen me on the five or on primetime, you know I recommend that all men refrain from using straws. It's unbecoming. The way a man's lips purse. The size of the straw is just too dainty. The way your fingers clasp on it. No, come on. Straws are for women and little kids. Straws are just baby dicks. 
No? It sounds like when you think about it. When you think about it. He said they're too dainty. If he had a big fat straw, like it sounds like he'd be straw, more okay like with a, it. Like a PVC like pipe. A, like a <laughs> <laughs> Some real Here's circumference a, on that uh, straw. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing that is very frustrating to me about this. It can't be that the woke liberals are taking away our straws and straws are just for fags and kids. Right, it can't be right. that. You have to just pick one. Good point. Well, she didn't play the second part of the clip where he said the only thing gayer than a plastic straw is a paper straw. I was going to say that is no, pretty. Very <laughs> Here's the thing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, I just think it may not come up in the polling, but just underneath uh, some of Biden's challenges related to age are every time you're handed a paper straw, <laughs> a little part of you is like, I could vote for Trump. <laughs> like, I don't know if it'll stop this, but it couldn't hurt. <laughs> And with that in mind, or they don't give you a straw at all. Yeah, they, oh, you got it. Yeah. But well, what am I? How am I supposed to drink this thing? Yeah, in Los Angeles, you have to ask for the straw. I, know. I think it's a like, city ordinance, right? Yeah, yeah it you is bet a it city is. City ordinance. You bet it is. Welcome to LA. Yeah, thanks, Garcetti. <laughs> Where are you now? Is he in Mumbai or not? They finally get. He's taking all their straws away. One way ticket. He took away our straws. One way ticket to fucking Mumbai. Adios, man. Get out of here. Every time I go to Starbucks, I got to ask for a straw. My dentist told me to. It's like when Shane Gillis says learning too much about World War II is early onset republicanism. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very similar vibe. So, gentlemen, uh, just to recap, we have is looting reparations. Uh, gay nutcracker, bad. Some people have told me I have actually done more for women's sports than Megan Rapinoe. And, of course, Biden using a straw. It's more than a little gay. Which of these should win the illustrious Jesse Waters bonus award? For me, it's reparations yeah, by a mile. Yeah, yeah. Not it's, 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 it's not often you just get like pure uncut racism like yeah. that. If that was like, said just at a like, group dinner, Jaws would drop. Right. Shocked people would leave. There's, like, no, there's no debate over that one. It's just right there. Yeah. Just a racist comment. Well, congratulations, Jesse Waters. Congrats, Jesse. You stink. You suck. Category four, worst take. By a pod safe American host. That's you guys. Uh, there we go. I think I know what mine is. is good this year. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. You guys aren't in the prediction business. Again, read. Come Oof. on. Uh, which is funny because you made a lot of predictions this year. Okay, Uh-oh. here are the nominees for worst take by a pod safe America wow. host. Oh. And PU, did you guys have some duds? <laughs> 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 this year was filled with Republican speaker chaos after they booted out McCarthy and couldn't coalesce around a new leader. Dan waited, tweeting. One, I'm skeptical Mike Johnson is a real person. <laughs> Two, it's so damn funny these members think that a guy who lost to the guy who couldn't get 217 votes is the one who can get 217 votes. Of course, Mike Johnson was elected speaker immediately after <laughs> You're that You're welcome. <laughs> you have blown it, Daniel. Up next. <laughs> Unfortunately, and I did not order these. Unfortunately, Dan is also next. Dan oh, no. <laughs> was on a prediction streak this year. Senator uh-huh. Tommy Tuberville pulled a great big stinky stunt this year, holding up all the military promotions and protests of military reproductive health care policies. Dan predicted in July that Tuberville would quickly fold on his military promotions holdup, but Tuberville held strong for most of the year. Dan was only off by five months. Um, I was using the long span of history. <laughs> right, yeah. yes, okay, the long, yeah, this the long is, arc I, of justice. This, this is one... Oof. Dan taken down for having too much faith in Tommy. It was was short for a baobab tree. (laughs) Up next, uh, while Lovett got a lot of heat for supporting Tim Scott, (laughs) our very own John Favreau Uh made an even bolder prediction back in June. What? I don't know what this is. Vivek Ramaswamy would beat at least Ron DeSantis. I did say that. Obviously, Vivek Starr has since fallen rapidly. Hey, the votes have not been cast. I was going to say. There's still plenty of time. Remains to be seen. 
Oh, I think it's just so he, we, he could smile. And you're like, well, one of them could smile. It's going to be that one. But then he, when he opens his mouth, it's all, it's all bad. And finally, Lovett spent all summer focused on the issues that matter. The Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. On the day Trump was indicted, he tweeted, Trump indicted, Gwyneth innocent. God bless this country. And I'm saying this now. Gwyneth did hit that man. I believe it. I am a Gwyneth truther. <laughs> that's she absolutely hit that man. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's your I'm, not, I'm not saying anything else is true about what he said. I'm saying if she did do it, if what? she did it, that's my that's my bad take. I've had so many worse takes than that. Gwyneth was innocent. In a court of a, law, can you convey a worse love it take than that? Oh, all of a sudden we believe in the court system. Okay, <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, didn't I think we're going to have to pretty, pretty yeah. soon. Oh, shit. Much like how. Um, uh, uh, much like how Warren Beatty didn't write all the envelopes, I am simply hosting the pundies. This I was given this, and I am posting. Gentlemen, who's taking home the award for worst Wait, take? We don't have a Tommy take. We have an entire Tommy round. It's a surprise. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should let me say something obnoxious first <laughs> to set myself up. Damn yeah, it. damn it. it. Was so close. It was on the tip of his tongue. I will nominate myself for Mike Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. And, That's fun. and the lesson which may, I may he cares too much I may this fucking fag <laughs> so gentlemen who is taking home the award for worst take by a pod save America host uh, sans Tommy round yeah it's definitely mm-hmm. five for I do, think, I do think that was that was tough that was yeah. tough I mean we'll see what the Vivek thing yeah exactly plenty of time it's also you have two takes from me that are clearly wrong one from John that is likely wrong, but not yet wrong, so we can hang on to that thing. And then one where you you're just tr- you're just disavowing the American justice system. <laughs> That's true. Do you mean, would you say mental yoga right now? <laughs> I I believe very much in mental yoga. And actually, if you don't, you're the one who's crazy, dude. Anyways, category five. Good. Up next. Um, now you might all be wondering. Not a single bad take from Tommy all year. And that's true. He was on an absolute heater. Okay. <laughs> John, John, and Dan, you could learn a thing about discipline and consistency from Tommy. Strong arms, winning smile. If anyone were to run, well, it'd be a no-brainer, but not so fast. We did find a lot of bizarre nonsense on Tommy's Twitter, inspiring oh a new category oh, called... No. And I, what was Tommy up to? <laughs> Here are your nominees Fuck. for the What Was Tommy Up To Award. First tweet, at Gavin Newsom, off to a great start. Put politics aside and name Ben Shapiro your emergency flood coordinator. He'll have this place bone dry in no uh, time. That's good. That's I mean, a good, good take. That's, you guys don't know that's what that's funny. referencing? That's good. That's, that's, that's just funny. That's a good joke. That's good. just a good take. Up next, being over 40 means you will never understand why everyone is tweeting Kevin James photos, and that's okay. This is my Twitter serenity prayer. That meme made no sense. I still don't understand Kevin James. Everywhere, even the people tweeting Kevin James didn't know why they were tweeting Kevin James. I I, I know what you mean it. I don't Duffy know. I don't know either. Know. Look at her. So this mo- does I, anyone know here? I, I'm sorry, but I do know. What Can you it? explain it? Well, it's the it's um it's because he's making a real funny face, and it's like, what if oh. he's the DJ? What if he's the DJ? The idea is who put that terrible song on, and then you cut to Kevin James being like, "Oops, it was me, Kevin James, America's sweetheart." I don't think you need to overthink it. Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. That's the lesson right? that Lovett wants to impart to all of us. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Um, up next, this might be the least relatable article ever written. You gorged on your European vacation but lost weight. I've also I also saw that. And I didn't understand it. I think it was in the New York Times. Is that could that possibly be true? It was a, some bullshit about like preservatives. I think. Oh yeah, our food's bad. I think it was the yeah kind of point. It was insufferable. That's, oh, the, that's oh, the idea that the reason the re- that you can go to Europe 
gorge for a week and not gain weight because in America we have xanthan gum in our fucking food? Yeah, that's yeah. the argument. What a bunch of fucking also, horse shit. <laughs> Does that ever happen? Like, I, was, uh, I think that might be my it's one because you walk through theory. the cities the whole time. Yeah, oh, just, that's your uh, your cerebral so. cortex cat cow. Oh yeah, there. <laughs> I, I feel it working out. Do the nice. dog dog up in here thinking about all that bread. <laughs> and finally. <laughs> Just got a phone burner auto-generated email message that started, Happy New Year to you and your family. Get your shit together, people. It's September. And no, I will never take the call. <laughs> Gentlemen, which Tommy tweet should walk home in their Karayumas <laughs> with the coveted What's Tommy up to award? Um, I think the last one, maybe. Yeah. I think... um. Is the award for what's like what is yeah? They've all got a real like uh, Dan to over your forty. Question. I'm on the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the yeah. first real, one's no. the funniest. Real, a lot of like rare. Where's my Schnippers Deli? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I didn't thought about Schnippers in a while. Uh, that is referencing a infamous but famous also John Podhoritz tweet where he yelled at a hamburger place and he drove himself off Twitter <laughs> and then came back and then went off and then again. Drove off again. I think the broader point here is in the year in which many Americans took Twitter off their phone, tweeted less. Mm-hmm. Tommy leaned in. Yeah. He really yeah, leaned he in. Yeah. I did, didn't I? I Cheryl Sandberg, that shit. <laughs> so again, uh, tweeting at Gavin Newsom about Ben Shapiro's WAP opinions. <laughs> uh, saying that he's too old to understand the Kevin James meme Can that you, Love that's my winner. Ben tried to explain. And, and yeah. boy, that was a tough walk. And then uh, <laughs> European bread makes you thin. And of course, finally, just yelling at an auto-generated email message he received. That's, There's some whole that's pretty yelling. At the, that's a pretty. That's yelling oh, at class. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I, mean, I think. Yeah. I think, I think being the like taking. Yeah, that's, that's one like one step. Me. That's one step away from being like Southwest. You technically didn't board the B group in order. Postmates, <laughs> 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 no, stop with the robots. Yeah, I hate the robots. <laughs> I do too. Tommy, great, great job. Thank Keep you. Keep them coming. Thanks and finally, this is the last category, no. and we've had a lot of fun. I could go all day, you know. And finally, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Takes come and go, but only one will be remembered as 2023's take of the year. Gentlemen, I'm shaking with anticipation and also thinking about that queer nutcracker thing. These are my children. Leave them alone. <laughs> Here are your nominees. Ben Terrace. Terrace? Mm-hmm. Ben Terrace in the Washington Post with this headline, Awkward Americans See Themselves in Ron DeSantis. Oh, that's one of the best stories of the year. <laughs> that's a very self-aware I'm story. Gonna, are these the Pulitzers or the Pundies? Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let me just read a quick quote. Uh, she, he's, of course, interviewing the Twitter close reviewer, menswear guy. I love that guy. And the quote is, when Guy, the menswear writer, watched a video of DeSantis cycling through four different facial expressions in about three seconds during a news conference, which we've all seen before, he said something disturbing what he said was oh god he remembers saying to himself that's me that's more about that guy though yeah right? that's chilling yeah but that's that man's journey that's that's complicated should have got dan's balls on that byline at the, <laughs> straighten that story out at the very be i've i there was a republican as we we're recording this there was a republican debate last night and if you just watch the first 15 seconds of the debate when they just when they go to a wide shot and you see ron DeSantis. His hands are at his side, so yeah, vibrating so and so touching. Awkward. And it wasn't just the first. It, they went back a couple times during the debate, and every single time he was doing it. It's yeah. um, it's really, it's really. He's nervous. He's nervous, and he's like, he's trying to get the energy out of his body. It's like very, so very awkward. relatable. He's and so awkward. I'm still pulling for Vivek. <laughs> the, the the jaw is dancing. Like he's been at Studio 54 oh, for yeah. a couple hours. A lot of teeth grinding. That's all I'm saying. A lot of teeth grinding. Okay. 
if another I'm not here timely to, reference. I'm not here to give News Nation advice, but they were trying to make a little extra income on top of the 55,000 viewers a night oh. they get. Premium DeSantis Kim. Yeah, oh, five extra bucks you get DeSantis yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Never leaves them. Dan to save the news business. Right. I love that. And it's five, great five more dollars just the feet. <laughs> DeSantis feet. Yeah. Mm. Up next, we have Peter Baker in the New York Times with Ooh. an article titled "Trump Flourishes in the oh. Glare of His Indictment." This was this. I, I remember this story. Yeah. This is one of the worst stories of the year. And I'm gonna say, I'm assuming he means the flourish of his hand after he backhands a maintenance man for not ruining his boxes of confidential documents with pool water. Here's an excerpt from the article. He has spent the days since a grand jury called him a potential criminal, milking the moment for all it's worth, savoring the attention as no one else in modern American politics would. That's not good. Pretty good, yeah. Up next, we have Harry Enten on CNN in May. DeSantis has a chance at winning the nom. And here's an excerpt. Still, DeSantis remains by far the best hope for anti-Trump forces within the GOP, and a few recent historical examples indicate he has a real chance to be his party's nominee. And then finally, Henry Olson, in a Washington Post op-ed, Republicans saved democracy in 2020. And an excerpt from that. that one too. Yeah, me too. Former Vice President Mike Pence has received some credit for his courage in resisting Trump's entreaties, but not nearly enough. Same is true of Republican leaders at every level of government who put country over party. A swing and a miss for Henry Olson and a, a missed swing for Mike Pence. Gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen who has earned this year's take of the year. So I do I do think we need to say, I think the Harry Engine take was just a fine look at the data. It yeah. was just trying to find an argument. Yeah. I put. I think that this is... And, and the Ben Terra story I thought it's was just good. It's just a great piece. So I think this is very year. clearly between that Republicans save the Republic and the Peter Baker Trump flourishes under indictment. Agreed. I think those are the two, the alpha and omega of this category. We're Because we're basically in the take purge zone, which means any take I make right now mm-hmm. is ineligible for next year's take of oh, funding of the year. Very smart, yeah. Dan. So the take I'm going to offer is Harry Enten right then, still correct right now. Damn. Wow. wow. Damn, Daniel. Uh, All right. <laughs> what, damn, at Tommy Daniel. Vitor, what does that mean? doesn't get a current <laughs> Kevin James meme, but damn, Daniel. The fucking, Tommy's like, what if my vine <laughs> isn't working? I don't, I Is anyone else having problems getting their new vines? Uh, <laughs> ben Terrace famously smoked out Tim Scott's girlfriend, too. He did. And wrote that amazing hero. Really and wrote that, that amazing piece on the Conway marriage where they like, let him into his oh house. My oh my God. I was, by the way, so confused. I was like, Ben Terrace smoked weed with Tim Scott's <laughs> girlfriend. No, no, I read happened. that. No, I read that. Article. So I do want to like. There is something about like. There is a kind of like handshake between the the Peter Baker Trump flourishes under indictment stories and the Trump is a dictator standing astride history because indictments can't stop him and normal politics can't stop him. Which is that like this idea of like Trump as a magical figure, yeah, who who hangs above everything like a fucking fart. And I just sort of. <laughs> I, I, I just think that there's something that unites the anti-Trump and nonpartisan media in how they sometimes talk about Trump. That's just an observation I wanted That's to make. good observation. Yeah. Well, and, and no one embodies that better than Peter Baker. Absolutely. Nobody. His, his stories are all bangers in that regard. I got to go with Henry Olson just because, <laughs> yeah, it's the Republicans. The Republican Party, uh, the elected leaders of that party, just famously backing away from Trump at all the right moments. Well, it's just sort of like, here's the thing. If... um. If uh, uh, a person, um, I don't know, 
jumps on a trampoline for a while. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, wow, great job. If a bear does it, everyone's like, wow, that bear's smart and cool. Republicans protecting democracy are like bears on a trampoline. Everyone's like, look at that. This is the, this is the, dance, this is the yes. Axis dancing bear thing. Axis dancing Wait, bear thing. Yeah. yeah, he leveled it up with a trampoline. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. You even heard Axelrod say that? That's dancing like a, bear? Yeah. On a trampoline? When a, no, when a, when a bear is dancing, you don't uh, you don't critique the bear's dancing. You just say, what the fuck's the bear dancing for? Oh. Yeah. Well, cool. Great minds. <laughs> I also think Joe Biden's too old. <laughs> <laughs> also a prick. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. I feel like that's the take of the year, gentlemen. Shots fired. Holy shit. Oh my God. Holy shit. Oh man. Unbelievable. <laughs> Somebody get the Kevlar. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, wow. congratulations. Right it's right it three hour right bus with you. Holidays. I didn't know what else. It's the fucking holiday. It's funny. It was funny. Right. Hanukkah, just love it. Just Jesus. First night. Yeah. Congratulations to Peter Baker, Henry Olson, and of course, John Favreau <laughs> for those takes. <laughs> Gentlemen, this was this year's Pundies. Thank you for having me. Holly Keeper. Thank you so much for having me. Holly Keeper. Crushed it. All right, uh, a few quick housekeeping notes. 2024 is a huge, super high-stakes election year, and there's so much to keep track of. you got important voting deadlines, volunteer shifts, emergency therapy, and apparently you still have to go to work and stuff. That's why Cricket and Vote Save America created a 2024 planner to help you stay sane and organized next year. It's filled with important dates, much-needed motivation, and fun stuff to keep you from losing your mind. To get your planner, head to cricket.com slash store. Now it's very funny and good. That's cool. I didn't know we were selling that. I love when John learns the housekeeping for the I, first time. I lear- <laughs> that's, it's every time. <laughs> also, if you're looking for something to binge this holiday season, Friends of the Pod subscribers now have access to a new limited series feed where you can listen uninterrupted to This Land, Dreamtown, Atalanto, and Another Russia right now. Three fantastic limited series that we've done here. Check them out. Head to cricket.com/friends to sign up and listen. All right, it's our last segment of the year, which means it is time to set our New Year's resolutions. Love it. We're going to start with you. Well, don't we start with the previous year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's. I want to. Don't I get to hear what my? Oh, you're. So, so oh, I'm sorry. just doing it. <laughs> well, I thought you turned to me to talk. I saw, <laughs> you turned to me and said, "I thought." Sorry, my with mouth you. was open to say another thing. <laughs> well, I didn't, didn't seem like it. Didn't seem like it. Didn't seem like. Didn't seem like it. Didn't seem like it. Love it. Let's start with you. Here's what you said last year. Thank you. I want to, here's, I, I want to start more books. <laughs> I don't need to finish them. No, 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 no. It's a specific, it's specific. I want to start more books because I feel like there's this pressure to fit. Abdul made this resolution about finishing more books. No, 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 that's wrong. You should start. If you're not, it's like if you, if you're making every flight, you're going to the airport too early. If you're finishing every book, you're not taking enough chances out there. I want to start stuff and just know that if I don't finish it, it's okay. You know, so I want to start more books. Nerd. Uh, how'd you do? I fucking crushed. My Audible is a graveyard of first chapters. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Like I like. Remember early in the year, I was talking about how I was reading that book, uh, Rise and Kill First, about yeah, about the about the um uh, uh, the early days of Israel and the Mossad. Gets to the late days too. What? It gets up to like twenty twelve. Yeah, but once it got morally uh, ambivalent, I got out. Right, right. When they were hunting Nazis, I was fucking in. It but by awesome. the time it got to the part where oh, this is a deeply, deeply troubling situation, I was yeah. like, fuck it, it's time for some fiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't remember that that was your resolution, but I did the same thing this year. Good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I started, there's my Kindle, just a ton of books where there's like, you know, 10% done, 8% done. Anyway. Mm, big Amazon over here. Uh, <laughs> real cool. All right. Love it. What's your resolution for this year? So I was thinking a lot about what my, my resolution was going to be. And here's what my resolution is. Because, look, as, as everyone listening knows, I have discovered uh, a new kind of emotional and psychological discipline around diet and exercise called experimental pancreas medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, what I realized is for the first time, as, as far back as I can remember, I've always had a diet and exercise resolution. I've mm -hmm. always had a resolution that was that was tied to the fact that I feel bad about how I eat and I feel guilty whenever I eat too much and that like I'm always spending a huge part of my brain on that project. And for the first time, I don't have that. I really don't. And it's really cool. Forget forget the fact that like it helps you lose weight. Like it helped my helps free myself from a really unhealthy relationship with food. And so my resolution is to not spend the year worrying about food and diet like for the first time to go into this year without any kind of like emotionally unhealthy relationship with food and diet and exercise that's my resolution and to keep that going great good luck thanks as long as, uh, they, as long as they can keep this keep as long as novo nordisk can keep this shit rolling off the fucking assembly line i think i'll be fine next up is dan <laughs> sometimes sometimes the diabetics get all the medicine and gotta wait <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I waited for the shortage just to be over, people. I don't stay, stay out of my threads. <laughs> Next up is Dan. Dan, here's your resolution from last year. Dan, what, you got one for uh, 2023? In 2023, my resolution is to not mail in the New Year's resolution section of this podcast, which I do every year. <laughs> yeah, we really do come up with them in real time. Okay, well, that's it, huh? That's it. Well, you know what? You're, the playback next year is not going to be as weird. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable. I'm going to set some context, which is two years ago, I went first. And my resolution was something very basic, is that I was going to start playing pickup basketball again. Mm. Then, right after me went Lovett, who gave a very extensive, vulnerable take on how he's improved his mental health and how he wanted to focus on it. It was post-pandemic. That it was post-pandemic. Post Coming out of the pandemic, it was, it, was, it was very thoughtful. Then we get to our show last year, and they played Lovett's first, and then mine. <laughs> which did not, yeah. did not age well. Yeah, yeah. Mine was like to find joy and meaning in the small things. And Dan's like, dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> I want to shoot more. <laughs> but then I will admit that 90 minutes ago. Yeah, I was just <laughs> I'm so glad. Here we go. I, first, I asked John if he would tell me what my uh, resolution was because like the nerd he is, he prepped for this by listening to last year's pod on the way to the yeah. studio yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, 89 minutes before that, I texted my wife to say, I need a New Year's resolution for this year. <laughs> and I was about to tell Dan, but then he's like, because I just, I can't do it last minute again. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I can't tell you. You already <laughs> have done it last minute. Yeah, I have. I already failed. I already failed. Yeah, I think this is going great. Yeah. So next year, I'm not going to do that one again because I will fail it again. So I got to say something. I have a, at least a slightly greater chance. Of this succeeding. is the most like meta resolution I've ever heard yeah. of my life. Just like looking through mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The thing I really want to work on this year is regaining some semblance of my attention span. Ooh. Oh, that's a great Yeah, because I, yeah. I really have felt... Mine. <laughs> uh, trust me, I looked at the order in the script. <laughs> Mine's close. But like, in, like in the Republican debate, when they ask, which president is your role model, you have to make sure you're not last on the Republican yeah, debate because you can't do Reagan. Yeah, If you're going to do attention span, you got to come before John Favreau here. And so I do feel post-pandemic... 
post two kids, my attention span really has uh, shortened, and that I it's I'm not reading enough stuff. I have spent too much time with podcasts in my ears. I don't listen to the same number of podcasts to be very clear. Just not like I'm gonna try to find more time when I'm not like do it in the car, not like walking around, doing the dishes. I want to spend less time on social media. Mm. I want to thank Elon Musk for making that somewhat easier. But I really like I I talk about it all the time, but I really do need to turn the notifications for a lot of stuff off my phone, or at least the non-sports notifications off my phone. That's great. I like that resolution. I like that one. All right, here's what I said last year. Resolution for me, um, I, you're gonna roll your eyes. I, I gotta, I'm gonna volunteer more, and I, I know, I know. But I feel like by saying it out loud like this, I'm gonna be held accountable. And like, it's one of those things you always want to do, but like, I gotta actually go out and do it on a regular. If basis. you have a nonprofit organization, a charity, whatever, <laughs> it's not it, like a donate cause, either. You gotta like show up. You I need go his, show up. If you need John Favreau's time, message him on social media. Hey everybody, just, can I, you just hear that silence? That's the sound of soup not being ladled. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just want you all to know. I have never whiffed on a New Year's resolution as hard as I whiffed on that one. I, I did zero volunteering. Oh, buddy. Oh, we, oh that is not true. I went, yeah, we I went never, door to door. I, I never saw I didn't you. I that as volunteer. That's why I was wondering. Yeah. I never yeah. saw you. <laughs> I, yeah, I was the set of footprints next yeah, to yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> no, we, we did the Taste yeah. of Home thing with Emily and Hannah. I thought about that. That was, was last two year? years ago. <laughs> that, was <for> their, <laughs> that, was, that was for their birthday no, two good. years ago. So I, because I had the same thought, Tommy, and um, and we did obviously knock on doors in Louisville and and that, but that that I know I'm not counting because that's like political. If you film it for social media, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just fucked up, and um, I did donate a lot, which is what exactly what I told myself I couldn't do. <laughs> but like that is the thing is you you're like oh I don't have the time, so I'm just going to donate money instead. It's not a good substitute. I mean, it's a fine substitute. It's better than nothing, but. I fucked it up. So maybe I'll volunteer this year. Yeah, okay. But that's not my resolution. My resolution's about me. <laughs> I, I, look, I, well, there's one thing I learned myself in 2020 is I can't help others. Yeah. Maybe I can help myself. That's yeah. exactly Yeah, well, right. that's where you have to start. That's that's right. you can't, yeah, how are you going to love somebody else if you can't love yourself, as RuPaul would say? Part of my, um, part of my resolution is like similar to Dan's, which is my attention span's gone. I have a, a, a strategy, which is I want to take like a, a walk 20 to 30 minutes a day, maybe a couple days a week, realistically, where I don't bring my phone and I don't listen to anything. It's and big I, on TikTok, the silent walk. Yeah, the silent walk. Because I've done it a few times over the last year. You know. And it actually does like clear out your head, makes you feel better, slows everything down. And, it's, it's, and I think next year, especially with the election and uh, about to have two kids, could use the time. So I'm going to hopefully take just a little time for myself to just walk around with my thoughts. Can I ask no you phone. one question just so we put safety into this? Sure. Do you remember the time you went for the walk and you fell and broke your shoulder? Yeah. No, I'm, did still, you, I'm did, still, still dealing with did that Did you today. limp home or did you call for help? Uh, I limped home. Okay. All right. <laughs> can, I, can, I ask, can I add something to your resolution? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to issue a challenge right now. Mm-hmm. And here's my challenge. Can you promise to us right now that in the year 2024... I'll volunteer once? No, I don't care. You will... <laughs> That's not what this is about. This is about you. I want you Thank to you. promise to the listeners that you will not use your phone at the urinal. Uh, I want you to make a promise. Don't make that promise. Do not. You're not going to. You can. That I, is time I, that can be just for you. I should well, say, I've walked into the bathroom 
and have seen you use your phone at the urinal. No, What's I'm the not... opportunity cost there? Like a little gander at your own dick? Like what are we, what are we missing out on? It's yeah. thoughts it's in your thoughts, own head. Thoughts, thoughts. Uh, I think it's, it's a, a I think perfect it's... time to look at your phone. I've been it's a, not a perfect time to look at your phone. Perfect time to look at your phone. So like, no, no, you're not in. No, I'm not wow. for that. Okay. No, I'm not all right. for that. All right. All right. I have, I, I did the, uh, this is all from offline challenge, but then once in a while I just go to the bathroom without the phone. It is nice to just go without the phone to the bathroom. Yeah, a little treat. Because if it's there. <laughs> it's just you and your penis. If it... <laughs> hey, old friend. Sorry, I've been so distracted. I should be more present with you. <laughs> anyway. All right. Walks alone. <laughs> <laughs> from volunteering to walks yeah. alone. Basically, basically, yeah, you just you want to do the part where you're not on your phone all the time, but you wanted to help anybody. <laughs> I as I listened to my resolution from last year and knew what I was gonna do for this year, I was just like, oh, I'm an asshole. But anyway. Uh finally, Tommy, you were out during our resolutions mm-hmm. episode last year, so uh, we thought we'd try something different and let the Discord members submit one for you oh, to no, react to. Come on. Don't worry. It's not a funny one. This is just, it's genuine. Uh, this is, I know, so you're going to hit it even more. This is from Erica. Uh, a few years ago when the Republicans here in North Carolina did some fuckery with a bunch of constitutional amendments, I used my socials to cover an amendment each week, and it felt like I was just shouting into a vacuum. But then a coworker came up to me in late October and asked where my amendment update was. So... I want to use this year whatever platform I do have to make sure people know that I can and will tell them what's at stake. Tommy, what do you think? Does that feel doable, using your platforms to tell people what's at stake? I mean, that's very nice. I feel like I do a lot of that. Yeah, what what, what the fuck else are we doing here this whole podcast? Yeah, I, guess, I, I guess. don't think she's challenged. She's not, you're not being chastised. It's a challenge? This is about her, I think. Yeah. I feel like this is supposed to be adversarial. That's what we do. Here. No, 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 no. Yeah, not no. with the listeners, with each other. Hey, uh, interesting. Why do you feel that nice. way? <laughs> what, a funny, what a funny reaction. Do I get to talk or does Discord get to talk for me? You get to talk. Okay, Tom. great. Uh, I do want to, again, say to John, uh, Gen Z thinks they invented walking without headphones. <laughs> so I just do think Which that's is wild. important and Silent funny. walk. I have a few because I'm the anti-Dan in this. Uh, next year, I want to skip this recording again so that I cannot be held accountable once mm. again. Two... I somehow got on a list that has led me to get dozens of cold emails from random tech consultants. I want to find that list, destroy it, and destroy whoever created it. Do you not get these? So the first resolution. I do. The first resolution is to do to not do something, and the second resolution you, is to unsubscribe from something. Do you get them for <laughs> no, people? No, 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 no. Do you get them for people? It's pe- to murder someone. Oh. Yes. Tommy, do you get them from people trying to solicit crooked? Yes. Specifically, and it's like, hey, John, love to talk to you about your blah, blah, your blah. SEO optimization. And then, I, and then I don't respond because I I'm them. not going to respond to fucking people who email me who I don't know well, just out of the blue to solicit me. I can tell you So that. I don't respond. And then a week later, you get, hey, John, just following up. Would love to do with a, a call. With a, with a link for you to click for their own and, calendar. And then sometimes you get like the fourth or fifth email. It's like, hey, John. If you don't want to talk to me or there's someone better at the company to talk to, just let me know. It's like, no, fuck you. Well, that's it. This is right. <laughs> like, hey, Stop bothering me. If you're coming to me directly to ask about business, I already know you're not the kind of person that I should be doing business that's with. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's yeah, what I'm this talking is about. Not, you're, if you're coming to me, you've made a mistake. Learn better. Good resolution, Tommy. Uh, apparently, I need to tweet younger. That's a, uh, that's a problem think, for I think, me. I think trying to tweet younger is going to be a problem. Yeah. For you. yeah, I would I would try to thread contemporary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Hey, uh, hey, toot your age. Yeah, I want to <laughs> uh, tweet younger. Is, I think that's what Jared Leto got. Uh, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, I want to finally convince you guys that uh, January sixth was an inside job. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've been running, pushing this boulder up the hill. I want to force myself to stay in bed 
until 5.30 in the morning, oh no matter God. what. Oh, God. Wow. Between oh, this John, is, this between, is an insomnia thing. Between John wanting to take walks outside and you wanting to sleep till 5.30, you might, might as well get a comfortable pair of no. shoes and go to the mall. <laughs> it's, not <even> about, <laughs> it's not even about sleeping. It's about training your body that you don't get a reward if you get up at 4.15, you fucking psycho. Uh, I think you do. Yeah, you're texting us about the news. Look, look, I have said at least three really bad polls by four, by five <laughs> in the know, morning. I know, and it just <laughs> sends me. I'm not on this chain, but I'm sleeping through all um, <laughs> I want to win elections. Huh? Oh, uh, 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 Jesus uh, fucking The worst Christ. thing was the ad. Oh, oh, you like that one? <laughs> I want to hang out with my daughter more. Oh. Oh. Oh, you have a problem with that? Why don't you take it up with her? Oh, She's wow. one years old. One year. One year. Mm-hmm. Well, I could say a year and change now, a year and a day. Um, that's, well, that's a good sweet. resolution. Um, there just seemed to be a great way to end. I feel like um, you did a bunch of resolutions. Not one of them showed a shred of vulnerability or desire to change. Oh, I'm sorry. Eating <laughs> <Wow>. better. <laughs> Taking a shot to eat better. We were joking earlier about uh, the time Tommy did the resolution that was like, I'm going to work out less. Work out less and eat more <laughs> fat. I've never, that was, I've oh never triggered God. you harder. That was the all-time frustrating I fucking resolution. <laughs> I want to work out less and eat more junk food. And then, and then, yeah. and then, and then had to come then, back to you later and say, failed. Yeah. Failed, yeah. Failed. 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 I still He's look like, like this. Yeah, I still look like this. Yeah. Maybe, I'll, maybe I will get the sweet sauce with my salmon. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's over yet. All right. That's our show for today. And this year, those are the pundies. Those are the uh, those were our resolutions. Make sure to hold each other accountable. Everyone have a uh, fantastic uh, holiday, fantastic New Year's. We'll see you in 2025. Oh no, 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 no. probably not. <laughs> Leave <laughs> that in. Leave it Leave in. That in. Boy, Leave would that in. be awesome. Leave it in. Yeah, wake yeah, wake I, me up. I guess <laughs> wake me up before September ends. Fuck. We'll see you in 2024. Bye. Pod Save America is a Crooked Media production. Our producers are Olivia Martinez and David Toledo. Our associate producer is Farah Safari. Writing support from Hallie Kiefer. Reed Churlin is our executive producer. The show is mixed and edited by Andrew Chadwick. Jordan Cantor is our sound engineer with audio support from Kyle Seglin and Charlotte Landis. Madeline Herringer is our head of news and programming. Matt DeGroat is our head of production. Andy Taft is our executive assistant. Thanks to our digital team, Elijah Cohn, Haley Jones, Mia Kelman, David Tolls, Kirill Pelaviv, and Molly Lobel. Subscribe to Pod Save America on YouTube to catch full episodes and extra video content. Find us at youtube.com slash at Pod America. Finally, you can join our Friends of the Pod subscription community for ad-free episodes, exclusive content, and a great discussion on Discord. Plus, it's a great way to get involved with Vote Save America. Sign up at crooked.com slash friends.